0: Hello, hello.
1: Good, mor- oh, good morning. <laughs> good evening. I keep doing that. I don't know why I'd, I do that.
0: It's because it's dark, and it's also dark when you get up in the morning because you're a crazy like fitness health influencer who gets up at 4 a.m. a la Four. Mark Wahlberg.
1: Is, is that when Mark Wahlberg wakes up?
0: Yeah, I remember seeing his routine. It's it. In hindsight, it's so unhealthy, but I think at the time when I was studying nutrition, I'm like, I want to be like him. He's like- yeah. He's like, I get up every day at two in the morning, and I, I'm not even, I'm not even really exaggerating. And he's like, Ew. I do like one thousand push-ups, and then I go to the gym, and then I, I, cook myself a nice breakfast, and I meditate. And it's like, you know what? I have just come. I just, I talked this about, about this with a friend recently. I'm like, I've come to the realization that I will never be a morning person, yeah. and that's okay. I'm genuinely okay with that. I'm at peace with that. I've made peace with it. Right. Like, Jeff. I'm gonna roll out of bed miserable every day, right. and it's okay. Jeff,
1: I think I was that friend. We've had this conversation.
0: (laughs) I just talked about it with Aaron as well.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. My friend Aaron. My friend Aaron. You know him. My friend Aaron. I know him. I know her. Yep. I know her well. Do you know her? Do you know Pink Friday too? uh,
1: Well, you know, I have a confession. I have a confession. I'm not that excited about Pink Friday too. But hear me out. The only reason why I'm like not that excited about it is because she, other than releasing like 20 million album covers, <laughs> she's like she hasn't released any singles from it. She hasn't released anything from it, and we have no idea what to expect. She's
0: released singles from it.
1: Has she? Pink Friday 2? Yeah.
0: Yes, girl. I
1: have not heard a single song from it.
0: Super Freaky Girl is going to be on Pink Friday 2, and also The Last Time I Saw You, which sounds like... You know, it came out like a few months ago.
1: Oh, yeah. That, it those sounds are, like uh, The
0: Neighborhood. Do you remember The Neighborhood?
1: Those are officially on the album that we can confirm that?
0: Yes. Oh, boy.
1: So that's what we have to go off of so far? <laughs> 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 oh, no, shade, no shade. No shade. No shade. I, but,
0: yeah, I didn't like either. Well, because you know me, Super Freaky Girl is basically Anaconda Part Two. Yeah. I love a sample when it's done in a smart way. I hate a sample when it's done like a la Anaconda, where it's basically the same song.
1: Right. You just take the instrumental, maybe maybe edit it slightly and rap over it.
0: To me, that's just, there's nothing I want to hear less. it's so uninteresting and it just I don't know why it really fires me up like it really bothers me yeah there's no artistic direction you know there's nothing that was made from that sample right yeah but people love it so good for them you know it's just not for me but so you're you're really not
1: I just don't I'm yeah. I don't feel excited about it right now. I, I want to like it. I, I, I hope so that she proves me wrong. I will definitely give it a listen. I'll give it a try. Yeah, and, of course. You know, my friend Camille is going to murder me because her she is a Nikki stand. Like her Nikki is my Madonna. She's a Barb. Yeah, and so I she's going to literally murder me after listening to this, but I, yeah, I just am not that excited about it. I don't know why. I think that, I it, knowing that super freaky girl, what was the other song?
0: Last time I saw you. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's like a ball. It's kind of a ballad. It's a slower song. I see. Yeah. I, I go back and forth with her. Like I can recognize what Nikki's done for Music for rap music especially for female rap artists i mean she really is the goat Mm
1: -hmm. i would put
0: her above you know you know me i love some little kim i love missy Elliott. i love all of those i feel like she's the one that has emerged most and has maybe i think for like generations to come will probably make the most impact if i'm being honest even though yeah it's not my favorite rapper by any means um Mm -hmm. i so i respect her so much and I love a good deal of her songs. I actually loved Pink Friday when it came out. Mm -hmm. Um, I really stand that album and I was excited to see how, what she was going to do with her career. And then for me, it kind of went the other way and I just have never really been interested since that, even though there's some songs that I really do enjoy, you know, between Mm -hmm. then and now, but I think I'm, I'm excited because it's kind of like, this is the, you know, this is Pink Friday part two or whatever. So if there's any kind of correlation to the first album, it it just makes me intrigued to listen and maybe it'll provide a little bit of i don't know like nostalgia or you know just some kind of like an interesting appeal because you know it is one of the last music releases of 2023 i can't think right. of a lot of things coming out other than that that are yeah. going to be like a big deal so i'm excited to listen to it but i'm definitely not like a barb you know
1: right yeah I I hope see I think what I miss about Nikki is that when she first emerged she was very much like a genre bender she would like experiment with different sounds she obviously was a rapper but she also sang on a few songs which she did even more as she did like you know her work with David Guetta and but she would you know experiment with pop she would experiment with dance she obviously did hip-hop she did all these different types of genres and now i feel like she's just been so focused on being a rapper and which is fine i just feel like there's she hasn't released a i'm trying to think of the last song that like made me excited about nikki and i just can't think of a song of hers that i'm just kind of like oh yeah that was oh a banger. for me
0: for me it's yikes I think Yikes was probably the last one I was really excited about. Twenty, probably like 2018 or 2019. That's, I mean, she fucking kills it on that song. I I love her when she's like at her best rapping. I actually Uh really like her. You know, I I hate for me. I don't like her when she's doing the EDM dance stuff of like 2011, 2012. That's where I fall off. That's where I think it's just Mm. like it's not interesting. It's just a flavor of the moment. It doesn't feel like I truly feel like it. Maybe really was her. You know, kind of like a Doja mm. Cat where it's like, that that isn't my, you know, my style. Like that's just a, a puppet thing that I was made to do or whatever, I don't know. But I like when she's like really kind of getting into some of the 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 more rap, you know, mm-hmm. based songs. So um, and I think that's what I liked about Pink Friday, the original so much, is like did it on them is one of my favorite songs of hers. Yeah. And I just it's so stupid and silly, but I love that it's just like, uh, like fuck you, like this is a, I'm gonna give you female rap and you're gonna eat it up, you know, yeah. and like just bars as the kids say. So <laughs> <laughs> me saying bars, bars, um, but yeah, you know, it reminds me of like I, again, like I love like Lil Kim's music, I love Missy Elliott's music, I love that kind of like unapologetic female rapper. So mm-hmm. for me, I, if it's if it's like that, if it harkens back to Pink Friday, then I'll be, I might be happy with that, you know, but yeah. so far the singles are no.
1: Subpar. Yeah. I, Subpar. yeah. I just feel like, I don't know, like I'm thinking about like, cause I too enjoy, I love Missy Elliott. Obviously I love little Kim. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like, I don't know. I Maybe it's just the state of rap music now. I've never been a giant rap fan by any means.
0: Sure. But, yeah.
1: But, but, but like the state of rap music currently, just and and to be completely honest, the state of music just in general right now is yeah. just very. Tell him, tell him like it is. It is just very like it is not very exciting. I think part of that is because everything is so accessible, and yeah. everyone doesn't matter if you're a pop singer, if you are a rapper, everyone kind of follows the same formula of like teasing a song on social media for four weeks, right. releasing it. The song ends up being two and a half minutes. So you were like edged and you've basically already heard the whole thing. Definitely. Um, and just like everything, everything is sounding so homogenous. It's like you have one song and then everyone's like, recreate and, that.
0: And a bit lazy, right? I think, I think there's like a, there's a laziness component versus like, when you think of her, when I think of Pink Friday, when I think of her in the beginning of her career, like there was more of like that innovator kind of quality where you haven't really, you haven't really heard a female rap in this way. You know, you Uh haven't heard some of these, like I, one of the things I equally love and hate that she does is when she will say a sentence and then use like, also say one singular word afterwards to encompass what that sentence was about right Yes. so it's like (laughs) if i could turn back time share share you used to be here (laughs) now you're gone nair like nair i low-key though i think all in all like it's a guilty pleasure like i enjoy that so i feel like we're missing some of that and right now like you know i i I don't want to sound like a hater i want to be someone who embraces new music but like the ice spice of it all is a great example where it's like to me it's just kind of like one note what's interesting about it genuinely i'm 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 actually curious i don't yeah. really find it interesting at all if i'm being honest um, other than maybe there's some sound bites in there you can take away sometime it's it doesn't it just doesn't do much you know so I com-
1: yeah i completely agree and i mean miss poopy might be the mo- we we <laughs> laugh at that a lot but like it might be the most Best interesting thing to come out of her <laughs> right <laughs> and the best new artist goes to miss poopy herself Ice and, spice. And,
0: and and me and you just on the phone like randomly like going like that boy is a cut that boy is a cut the like, boy it a, doesn't the, even make any we're not even saying cat. the right words we're just like the boy is a cut and then it becomes oh. like it becomes so ridiculous and like over dramatized when we talk about it the a cat. <laughs> the boy, it becomes the like just like yeah i i don't know but yeah you know, you know what's interesting too is like we're, we're talking about female rappers we're bringing up missy elliott missy elliott's one Uh of my favorite rappers i know she's one of your favorites as well obviously like part of the y2k era but someone who truly also is an innovator you know who has really laid Mm -hmm. it out laid it out on the map someone i think that's often forgot about with the newer generations too that they don't Mm -hmm. realize like what she's done for rap rap music for for Mm -hmm. females you know because nikki kind of overshadowed a lot of it i think you Mm -hmm. know People. I think
1: that, yeah, I think because just the times that they kind of came up in are very different. I mean, I, we see we seen a lot of Nicki's success in the digital age where it was with downloads and then it has continued on with streaming. Whereas Missy Elliott's Prime was based more in radio play and right. sales. And yep. so she was definitely more of an albums artist as far as like sales. Because I think that she kind of came out in the tail end where CD singles were – kind of coming out less and less because record labels didn't need to do that anymore. So she had, she, she has, I mean, she's had a lot of mainstream success, but in the terms of like, you know, what we define as successful now, Nikki has done laps around Missy and pretty much any other female rapper for that matter. I mean, she's just had, you know, tons of success there, but yeah, Missy Elliott.
0: And she was kind of like the standalone rap girl for a while. Nikki? You know? Yeah, and the, and the I, I believe so, yeah. Like, at that yeah. time, in 2010 or whatever, 2009. Because, you know, I would say, like, Lil' Kim wasn't really doing anything at that point. And Missy, even Missy Elliott, you know, with what... Mm-hmm. I mean, she had some a lot of personal things going on, you know, um, the last yeah. 15 years. But I think it's just one of those things where Nikki was kind of, like, the standout artist and standalone artist, you know, if I'm being honest. And also, I remember, like, you know, th- those kind of... The companies, I feel like they... Not, I don't know if it's the record company or the label or the executives, whoever, but it's almost like they wanted to pit her against other women as well. So oh, they totally. want, they wanted her to be like the standout person. And mm-hmm. I think that's a big, I, I think that's kind of caught up to her in her career because, you know, then we look at, you know, Oh, she's feuding with Cardi B or, Oh, she doesn't like little Kim. Like that was a huge part when she came out, like the l- little Kim beef the like the little Kim diss tracks, you know, like they yeah. had like distracts towards each other. I feel like they made her to be that way though. Mm. you know like they they wanted her they like pitted her against these women and they wanted her to compete against these women versus now the the female you know not that i know a lot about the subject but like the female rap world it feels more inclusive it's like there's more seats at the table you know you've got like more artists working with each other you know you've got like megan now you've got cardi b you've Mm -hmm. got you know Flo millie is one that that's like up and coming. You've got all these people, right? Doja Cat, who does the rap sing thing.
1: You know who I think is an incredible artist, and I'm so excited to see what she does next, is Shy Girl.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Shy Girl was on the Lady Gaga album, right?
1: Yeah. I love Shy Girl. So she was on the Lady Gaga remix album, Dawn of Chromatica. She was featured on the remix of uh, Sour Candy, right, Hmm. with Blackpink and Muramasa. And... So I'm trying to think of, though, like if that's what introduced me to her or no, I think my friend Andrew, he sent me a couple songs of hers. Yes, because he we saw that she was going to be on the remix. So he had sent me a few songs of hers and I really like them. She is an artist that, again, she kind of is a genre bender where she will experiment with dance music. She experiments with pop. She sings. She raps. And I love a lot of her cadences. Her song B.D.E., Is a total banger, and she released uh, an like an EP recently of a song called. It's like a mashup, like you know how Ariana Grande on the Dangerous Woman album, like the last song is technically two songs that are kind of just like mashed together.
0: I'm actually not sure. Sorry. Uh,
1: Okay, so it's kind of like that, though. I think it's called uh, Positions, and it's like slash something else. Um, But another just total bop. And so I really like what she's done. I mean, she's collaborated with Bjork. And I feel like what anyone that. Ask what more can you ask for? I'm like, I just love I I guess what it comes down to me is like, I really appreciate when artists experiment with their sound. I know that sure, a, yeah. a lot of labels are very um, restrictive on that. Like, I think that especially we've seen a lot of artists. It's interesting. We see a lot of artists like they're signed for their creativity and for their uniqueness and then they explode. And then the label's suddenly like, Oh, we want you to maintain your success. So we're actually going to now kind of squash your uniqueness, you know? And so it seems like shy girl is one of the artists that has a good deal where she's able to kind of express herself the way that she wants. And um, yeah, I'm excited to see what she does next.
0: Yeah, definitely. I I love artists that experiment with different sounds as well. That's why we love yeah. like a Arena Sawaiama. Like we talk about someone like that a lot, who just has different elements to their music. And yeah, you know, it's definitely it's definitely cool to see like those genres kind of like evolve over time as well and become like more inclusive of other sounds and things like that versus like one note. Um, yeah. Uh, sorry. I was just gonna say, like, I I, I you know I, I forgot to mention this, but. You know, my album is celebrating a 20th birthday. I don't know if it was an important album for you, but speaking of Missy Elliott, um, this is not a test. Oh, my God. Is 20 years old as of a few days ago.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's wild. This is not a test. That's so Yeah, that makes sense because that was. Wait. Yeah. But that's the album with Pass That Dutch, right? Pass Pass That that Dutch, yep. Yep.
0: Mean Girls fame. Mm -hmm. Yep.
1: And I'm really hot. I was and going to say,
0: I'm really hot. One of my favorite Missy Elliott songs of all time. Are you kidding? It's so good. Just two blue balls down in your underwear.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I don't know the lyrics that intimately, but d- I love oh, that.
0: She, it's so funny. It's so funny. She's like, I'm celibate. You're going to get nowhere. Just two blue oh. balls down in your underwear. Like a, a lyrical genius, truly. So
1: good. And also, so, I've so never good. heard the word
0: blue balls in a song before. So for me, I remember being like, Oh my God, it was probably, I don't even know, like at that time, I was young, maybe, I don't know, like 11, 12 or something, you know, listening to thinking, this album and I'm like, yeah. Blue Balls, what's that?
1: I want Blue Balls. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I was in high school. I was a senior in high school when that came out. So, wow, that is, is—that's blows my mind that that album is 20. It just, it's crazy to me. But what is
0: time? Because Mean time? Girls doesn't, I mean, Mean Girls was almost you know 2004 i believe so like just as long ago tw- yep. it'll be celebrating its 20th year but it doesn't feel like it was that long ago so right it doesn't feel me, like it like was... 20 years is like a, a big that's jump
1: two decades yeah yeah that's it's crazy mean girls it's that's it's interesting that it has a lot of music that came out in like the 2003 time period obviously yes. it was gonna be made. like it yeah. obviously has milkshake by Khalees. It also has God is a DJ by Pink.
0: Oh, yes it does. It oh does. my god. It also has um the the only reason people know this song including myself. What is it? Overdrive by yes. what's her name?
1: Uh was it Kate Rose?
0: Katie or- Rose or Kate Rose or something K- like that. Yeah. Something, I mean who cares, right? But like I used to love that song because of that movie. and I also like that rocker chick kind of energy, you know, yeah. like Avril Lavigne. But I I what's so funny is I believe that song's playing when she's like Oh my god! What are you like an alien or something? like you know when when they're talking about the Spice Girls? Out of
1: bed at the crack of noon. Yeah,
0: and it's playing as if I that love her. song, as if that song is like f- you know famous at all.
1: Right? Yeah, she's like <laughs> she, she's like put on at ninety eight point nine. I I just used that clip in a meme for uh, the Beyonce film, and because she's because that's when Regina goes, oh, I love her. She's like a Martian. Mm -hmm. and um but yeah they're like it's like that song and then it was also they used that song in the dvd menu for mean girls Mm -hmm. because i remember i remember falling asleep to watching that movie i've watched mean girls so probably Uh, one of the most watched movies of mine same and i mean that's where i get my a functioning gay username from is it's a twist off of he's too gay to function and so shout out shout out to me Shout out to Tina Fey. <laughs> and
0: also it's just, it's just like cultivated even more of a following over the years. It's only gotten more popular. It's become yeah. like, you know, it's really become like this kind of like canon in the, the film world. Like I feel like, you know, say what you will about it. You know, <laughs> if it's innovative or not, I don't know. But like say what you will about it. I feel like people are still talking about it 20 years later. It's one totally. of the most quotable films. You know, even someone and like relatable. Dad, Even someone like breaks into the audience of like boomers like my dad who – enjoys the movie like it's funny you know people like Tina Fey so it just has transcended you know what it maybe was originally mm -hmm. kind of when it was put out
1: yeah because I think that even though like you watch it back in the show there's definitely certain things that are said that are like you're like oh that probably wouldn't fly in today's standards but like it's it's still a universe like the the overall message and theme of the movie and experiences that all everyone goes through are it's so universal in our culture like it yep. doesn't matter if, if it like yes the movie takes place in you know 2003 2004 but like that you people in the 50s experience that people now experience that people children
0: the- were singing these songs it's very that energy 100 percent funerals
1: Funerals but yeah No I mean what truly what an iconic Movie with some iconic Songs in it and that, guess like, what
0: We're getting a, a You know a, a, I don't know what you call it A remake not a sequel a remake Of this a, damn movie I just a saw a mus- preview for it
1: Musical remake yeah so. I saw
0: it, I saw it on oh, So it was like on Broadway off Broadway here in Atlanta yep. and it was a it was a great Show very fun very enjoyable but Yeah what, what are your thoughts on the on the preview of
1: that the so I've only seen the pre the trailer I I don't even know have they released a trailer yet with the music in it I'm not familiar with the music of the musical so I'm not either. yeah well, I saw uh, it but it. I'm not I'm not you're not like listening to it on the regular it didn't no, make the top me- you know a- me
0: I, I've said this said this before I'm not a musical kind yeah. of person theater person right
1: yeah same I, I I and so I'm excited to see it I it, I think that that's you know I thought it was a unique interesting choice to not to i mean f- to release a trailer that had no music in it because it makes yeah. it look like it's just a remake
0: well i don't um, even know you're when you this is my first time learning it's a musical i thought it was a movie i just saw i oh. just went to the movies and saw um that hunger games movie that just came out yeah with my friend and so there was a preview for the mean girls movie yeah, yeah, yeah and i didn't even know it was a musical
1: yeah yep it is it is a musical baby and so um, I know Renee Rapp is Regina George, and I think it's interesting that th- this. Whoa. Again, yeah, I I don't think that. Well, I guess I don't know. I've never seen the musical, so I don't know it, it, how close to the musical they're doing, and I, I don't know how close the musical is to the movie. But like, it seems like with it's pretty this, close,
0: at least the one I saw.
1: It seems like the this musical. Version focuses more on Regina George than Katie Heron being the main character this time. Okay. And so I, I don't know. I mean, that's what the trailer makes it look like because I have no idea who the Katie Heron, who's playing Katie Heron. I have no idea who that is. So
0: I didn't know that uh, was Renee Rapp.
1: Yeah, Ms. Rapp. Ms. Rapp couldn't sing a song of hers, but she's I a I was going to say,
0: I was going to say, my friend was just talking about her. I'm like, I need to give her a listen. I have truly have not.
1: Yeah. So. She's a very big Beyonce fan. So I appreciate that about her who's not well unfortunately a lot of people but like i feel
0: like musicians though like any musician like up and coming no one's gonna be like everyone bows down to miss beyonce i hope
1: they better they adele
0: taylor i mean they're all like beyonce
1: yeah Renee had recently done an interview I forget for whom But she like named a Beyonce song And I forget which deep cut it was But it was a deep cut And she like sang it And that's when like I really like listened to her sing For the first time And I was like Oh she's got like a
0: really good voice Very soulful You tune out until the words Beyonce Are in the picture And then you go Oh wait what
1: Right Yeah No 100% You're like oh oh, Someone
0: said Beyonce What was
1: that Beyonce You like come out of
0: You come out of the pothole of the ground You're like what What was that No,
1: 100% Scooby-Doo ears. I'm just like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, Beyonce. Or as my nephew said uh, when he was really young, be one say. I say that a lot in my head. I'm always saying be one say. Which, speaking of Beyonce, her Renaissance film comes out on December 1st. Technically, previews start tomorrow. So I'm actually going tomorrow. Tomorrow being we are recording... We are recording this 11-29, a peek behind the curtain. We typically record on Thursdays, but I said, Jeffrey, I'm going to see Ms. Beyonce's film, and said, I have to go.
0: We said we have to move out the way. Move out the way! Make room uh, for the movie.
1: I am so excited. I, I mean, you and I saw the concert. Did we ever recap the concert on the pod yet?
0: We have recapped it.
1: We have? Okay. Well- yeah. I mean, there's always room to talk about it. I'm always down to talk about it. Anyway. Someone... I, did...
0: <laughs> I was a woman possessed. <laughs>
1: I was woman possessed. Seriously. See? Mean girls. Quotable. Relatable. Um, but I just, I, you know, I can't wait. I mean, the the trailers, the previews, the clips that we've seen on social media, it just looks so beautifully shot and yeah. so well done. I can't wait to see the professional footage and just.
0: You think just it's see... going to eat the Eras tour?
1: 100
0: <laughs> not to compare
1: yeah well the i don't think they're going to be very comparable this does sound like it is more of a documentary style with it's, it sounds like it's going to be like a lot of the concert but it's also going to be like a lot of documentary style you know truth or dare a la madonna uh type of I thing love you. where it, it's where it shows you know the i you madonna um yeah, so I'm just excited. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see what makes it. I've been trying to avoid spoilers as much as I can. Allegedly, so there was allegedly a rumor that a new song, My House, is featured in the credits. But now reports are saying that that's actually not the case. The Actually, Ellen, that's not the truth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So Actually, Ellen. Yeah. I mean, I would be very excited if a new song did come out, you know. But if not, you would? I,
0: I would be really excited. Oh, okay. I know. I, I know I, that. I didn't get that I, vibe from you.
1: I think that Last would really years. shock people to hear that. I think that they would yeah. be really really surprised to hear me say, "I'm excited for Beyoncé." Yeah. They'd be like, "That's out of character."
0: Definitely. <laughs> it's strange.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to to go and
0: watch You'll and... have to give me the the best little recap afterwards. I need to see. I don't have any tickets or anything yet, but I'm so curious to hear if like there's going to be you know if it's going to mostly just be the concert or if there's any kind of like backstage footage mm-hmm. or or what I I'm, right. I'm definitely excited to hear from you. Yeah. What what happens?
1: Yeah, I'm excited to see like what the ratio is. Is it, you know, more concert? Is it more uh is it more footage or sorry, more back you know behind the scenes footage is it 50-50? Yeah, yeah I'm just I'm I'm thrilled. Can't wait.
0: Is it Beyoncé on Instagram, you know, just recording videos?
1: It's just Beyonce on her laptop walking into elevators. Like I, it,
0: we would watch it, you'd watch it.
1: I'd watch it. Have you ever seen you watch her? her reading the phone book? I would, because she'd probably make a song about it. Um, have you seen her documentary that was on HBO? Uh, I want to say it was a, roughly around the time. Was it around the time that the, was it four or self titled? It's called Life Is But a Dream, I and. So that's, that's what I was referencing is that there's a clip of her in that documentary where she's on her – she's recording herself on her MacBook and she's walking to an elevator and she's just kind mm-hmm. of smile. <laughs> so you see like the security cam footage and her like – on the and it was just like one of those moments where I was like, I bet you Beyonce is really weird in a great oh, way. Oh, I
0: feel that way too. Yeah. In a great way, way. But too. like
1: I don't – like I – like she did Even in is, her early
0: interviews of people like – remember she was like, I like whales – I like whales. <laughs> like, <laughs> she was so high in that interview. Oh my God. Like, let's <laughs> just keep it real. But... It's so good. And then she, I think Michelle said something and she looked at her like, what the fuck? Or like gave her the dirtiest side eye. And I like, think
1: Michelle said that she wanted to be a panther.
0: A panther. A black panther. What a did black Panther. Say?
1: I don't remember what Kelly
0: said. <laughs> you know what I just thought about the other day? What? The, the Freddy Krueger,
1: <gasps> the Freddy
0: Krueger movie where, where Kelly... <sighs>
1: that's Kelly right because she said Kelly something Rollins about in faggot it. in a sweater right or something like that <laughs> yeah. oh my god! For,
0: for any of you listening please go watch i think it's like freddie versus jason it definitely had to come out around like 2002 2003 it was somewhere in that era very and dilemma Calli- era yeah very dilemma very like texting on an excel sheet um very very bad <laughs> uh, so, so please watch this clip of Kelly Roland about to get murdered by Freddy Krueger, and she goes, At least I'm a, not a sweating wear, or a sweater wearing faggot. Excuse, excuse <laughs> oh my, my language. Gosh. But nothing makes me laugh harder. I don't know whose direct. Decision, I love whose that. decision it was as a gay man. It's the funniest thing in the world just watching that clip. I it's hope truly like I would have never guessed on my bingo card that that would be out right. there. Right.
1: Calandria Roland just thrown out the F slur like it's like <laughs> it's <nothing>. Freddy Krueger <laughs> I love that I love that so much it is so fun I've been using the word faggot a lot lately and I apologize to everyone that, ooh, but Unless
0: I Some people just, don't like it so
1: some people don't like it but here's the thing I'm reclaiming, I just, it. reclaiming. I'm reclaiming it too and I do find it, it I, I, I we can use it it's kind of like you know we, holds, we're allowed to got,
0: yeah of course It also for me You know, what's so crazy is like that word used to sting so much when I would say it genuinely, you know, because before, before I started to hide who I was, you know, as a kid, like when I was more like flamboyant as a child, like early on, I feel like I would hear that word once in a while and it would really sting and I knew they were talking about me. And so now anyone could call me a faggot and I'd probably laugh. Like it just doesn't really hold any power anymore. Yeah. 100%. And I think that's pretty, pretty cool. Pretty beautiful, actually. Like the fact that we can say that it's so funny when we say it and granted, like there's going to be someone that gets offended. I know people have different yeah. opinions. You do you. We don't speak for the entire gay community when we say this. Right. Right. But, but I still like for me and you, like, it's so nice just to be able to say it. And like, it doesn't, you know, a street man can call me that. I'd be like, and what? And what? And what? You yeah. Wear cargo shorts. And what?
1: I I, go back to Costco and
0: get a t shirt. I prefer
1: faggots
0: personally. (laughs) If I'm in France, if I'm in France, France, if I'm in France (laughs) at the Eiffel Tower, you can call me that. I don't care. Maricon, I believe, is in Spanish.
1: Maricon uh, Maricon is faggot (laughs) in Spanish. (laughs) Okay, Maricon. Oh, wait, isn't that a drag queen's name?
0: I mean, maybe.
1: Wait, I think it maybe. Oh my You're like, God. I think it's a beautiful name
0: for my daughter. My firstborn I daughter. Think, <laughs> I think Maricon. A, I think that you,
1: there's a drag queen here in Grand Rapids, and I think her name is Maricon. And now I am just. Is liter- Spanish? I th- would hope so. But <laughs> she's, she's like not. Uh,
0: gringo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. oh
1: my goodness. Wow. I am learning so much. I'm learning so much.
0: You really well, are. You really, I really are. Am. But- but yeah, like going back I don't know how we got on this topic, sorry. I going back to Kelly Roland. Fuck Roland. Roland. <laughs> Roland, Roland. <laughs> I don't know why it came out like that. Roland. <laughs> it's Roland country. Um Kelly Roland. Talk about the underrated like this. Singer. People don't talk about like this. No. People don't talk I about Told I was like gonna this. bump
1: like this. Told y'all
0: I was gonna walk like this. That song is so damn good.
1: Such a smash. Should have been should have been a top 10 hit at least. That one was it was like moderately, it, it was it. moderately successful. Like it didn't flop, but it was not like a top 10 smash it either, which it should have been. That song features Eve, right? Is Eve on the track? I
0: believe so. Yep. I, I believe oh. so.
1: Ugh. Wait. It,
0: yeah, I think it is. I think it is Eve on that.
1: Yeah. Shake Don't a tambourine,
0: kind of same era.
1: Right, yeah kelly Rowland, su- such an amazing singer so wait so speaking of kelly Rowland, have you ever yeah. heard the rumor that check on it second verse is actually kelly's vocals or partially kelly's vocals
0: i haven't heard that rumor but you, you know what's interesting is i was listening to check on it at the gym actually last week and yeah. the the rapper i think i think it's um bun b Mm-hmm. it's the rapper in it right and, or and slim, slim thug slim i think there's well? two
1: versions i think there's one version where it's just slim thug and then i think i have a- the
0: one where it's both both of them i believe okay. so yeah. one of them i forget was it the beginning or end of the song where they 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 reference destiny's child mm-hmm. and i'm like destiny's child this is right. beyonce right this is beyonce i also think it might be on the the destiny's child like number ones or something
1: yeah yeah and i'm I like think that's so I heard I, th- I I've heard a rumor online, and I don't know if this has ever been verified. But I, the rumor was that it was recorded for that project. But for some, but then I think there was something about like that was when Beyoncé released Pink Panther too at the same time, and so that song was tacked on to <laughs> yes. be, like from the soundtrack. That's as what well. I remember
0: it. I remember it for that. Yep.
1: Yeah. So and the video I mean clearly very pink and it's Pink Panther. Yeah. Pink Panther baby, and so she i think that they had like repurposed it to make it like a solo beyonce song um so yeah but so but i I apparently like you know why keep the
0: destiny's child like ad lib in there though i thought that was strange i
1: don't know i thought that was very
0: strange hearing it now I I, because i was like what i never heard it before really like i never really listened to that part um right I, you know what I think of every time too now, ever since SNL came out with yeah. like the day Beyonce turned black or became black or whatever, that skit is so Incredible funny. Incredible skit. It's yep. so funny. And the, the one where they're like, what about single ladies? Was she black in that? Yes, she was black in that. What about, they're like, what about, um, he you know, what about Pink Panther? Oh, she was white in that.
1: <laughs> she was white in that. Yeah. 100%. It's so funny. That is one of my favorite SNL skits. I love that skit. It's very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the when, the part when like when Adi Bryant like walks into the bedroom and she sees the black child and she's like, oh my god! And then, then Leslie Jones pops in and she's like, that's my kid! And she goes, yeah. and she's <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> so funny! Oh my gosh! Yeah, Beyonce. I need her to put "Grown Woman" on streaming.
0: That's your one of your favorite songs of hers. I,
1: it is one of my favorite songs. It is so good. It's such the, 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 the way that that song, just the beat of the song heard. I just love it. I love it so much. I mean, it's on YouTube. Like there's a ton of versions on YouTube that you can stream, but there's like, I want the easy accessibility,
0: right? The MP3, the MP3
1: audio, official audio version. Is the video, is the video,
0: the videos on the the album or no? Like on streaming?
1: Yeah. The video was the bonus track.
0: Yeah, um, I remember for that.
1: the self-titled album, um, which it, is it's so interesting that it was like the video was a bonus track, but they didn't release the audio as a bonus track, and it, now, even on the, like the 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 deluxe re-release, there um, it wasn't on that either.
0: Did "Standing on the Sun" get a, a music release finally? Like or no? I can't remember. Stand, standing on
1: the Sun, the remix did with Mr. Vegas, but not the original version.
0: Okay, I don't care about Mr. Vegas. Sorry.
1: Yeah, the original version. She uses the Mister Vegas remix, like the the not Beyonce. She like or whatever he says. He she uses that a lot in like her dance breaks. Like it's usually like around with like Baby Boy. She will like do like a like a mashup medley of like Baby Boy and Mine, and she will like use little snippets mm. of that
0: part. I um, love Standing on the Sun. I've always liked it.
1: I've yeah, always liked she, that song. She did a little H and M commercial yes with
0: that yeah it was, it was like 2011 maybe somewhere 2012 somewhere on there
1: yeah yep i think i think or it might have been in like early 2013 or like mid 2013 um since it was for that self-titled album but and then it's it's it's, it's so fascinating i love i would love i mean no one gets to be interview Beyonce anymore but it would be really fun to just like talk Thank about Thank you, tyra Yeah, thanks, Tyra. It would be great to talk to her about her creative choices of like, okay, like, why didn't you release an official concert for Formation? Why did you wait? Like, currently, we are still without the visuals for renaissance right we're getting the with the concert film but we
0: why do you you hate us why do you hate your
1: fans (laughs) like it's just kind of but here's the thing a lot of people on the internet you know definitely joke around with being like you know get up and work like i saw someone today make a statement because everyone's spotify's and apple replays came out today um Mm -hmm. and so people were like you know where's my specialized message beyonce because apparently like taylor swift made like a specialized message to her fans and people are like, I need you to get up and, and work. And that's always this joke that Beyonce doesn't like to work. But the reality is, is that Beyonce's, when she puts out work, it is so top tier quality. Right. That like, quality. she's been, she's been busting her ass, making sure that she is giving you something. She's that a perfectionist,
0: you know, a perfectionist. Yeah, so definitely. it makes me,
1: yeah. So it makes me wonder like, what, what are the creative choices of like, releasing the music video to Grown Woman but not the audio
0: you know what and Beyonce would never you know put ice spice on karma and release it oh interesting <laughs> <laughs> also wait we i don't know if i've even talked to you about this yet but surprise single from taylor today i didn't yeah. know that it was yep. going to be released i, I have I don't think to anyone say knew. i have to say you know and I, I feel like it comes off like I'm not a fan. I really am a fan. Taylor's one of my most listened to artists. She was in my top 10 artists this year, which is pretty normal. Like, she's got a huge discography. I like her music overall. Yeah. I When I saw that she had released a single, I literally... This is my reaction. Okay, ready? I went... Mm-hmm. Like, I was exhausted. <laughs> I was I was exhausted. I was like, I need a break from this. Taylor yeah. Mayne. I just... I I can't do it right now. I yeah. need a break, like a yeah. mental. We need we need to like go on a retreat. Let's go to Bali. Let's like do some meditation. You know, let's like cleanse our aura, whatever. Like we need yeah. to take a deep breath, take a step she, back. Is this she, necessary? One hundred percent. Let's talk it through.
1: Yeah, she is definitely like to quote herself in the in the you know phone call that she had with Kanye West years ago. She's this close to overexposure. Like she truly the mania, which is, and this is the thing. It's like, you, it's important for artists to take a break because of that very reason. Right. Like it's really cool. I, I love the mania that's going on with her, but like that will come to a point where we're just like you people, more and more people are going to have the reaction of like, I am done. Like you've released 5 million songs, 5 million albums this year. I will say though, like part of me is I'm really jealous. Like I love again. I'm like you. I love Taylor Swift. I think yeah. that she's fantastic. I love yeah. a lot of her music. She was my number six artist that listened this year. I wish my other favorites released as much music and and things, <laughs> right, right. And, like, like she did. You know, I want to be. Uh, I uh, I, re- I want to uh, re- uh, seriously, but like so. But I will say though, I. I was excited that she released it today Because that was a song She exclusively released it on special CD versions sold exclusively At like some of her concerts Earlier this year in like New Jersey or something Um and then The and then it was like briefly On TikTok and then People have been waiting for it to go on Streaming ever since and so I'm glad glad It's finally out because it is I think it is A really good song um Allegedly, Jack Antonoff, um, and or, or he said that they wrote that song and recorded it December 5th, 2021. Okay. You don't like it. You don't like the song. I didn't say that. You? I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't, say, I didn't that. say that. I didn't say that. I feel very David Rose of you. I, you, you it's not your favorite song.
0: It sounds. Like everything else.
1: She is, I will say, a lot of her music lately has been sounding, which, I, you know, makes sense if they're all coming from similar sessions. But, like, let's say this. When Reputation comes out, Reputation's going to come out most likely. I think that fans are predicting uh, about February. Oh, wow.
0: That's sooner than I thought.
1: Yeah. Um, I will say this. I don't want any of those songs sounding like Midnight's
0: no no i hope not
1: none i want those songs to sound like they came from the reputation era and i want you know i want experimental because that was a very experimental album from her
0: definitely yeah i think i told you this like i'm a reputation apologist because i mm-hmm. hated it when i came out i didn't really give it a fair chance to be honest because i still hate the song look what you made me do i think it's I mean, you know what? I'm just going to get angry for a second. I think it's a horrible song. I'm not even going to apologize. I'm not going to be like, everyone has to at the table. It's a horrible song. I would stomp on it and throw it in the trash, truly, still, even now. Um, That being said, (laughs) I am a reputation apologist. The album itself is fantastic. It's so good. It's loaded with track after track, explosive chorus, explosive bridge. I mean, it's a solid fucking album. And Mm -hmm. so I'm really excited to hear you know, the, the re-release default tracks, like what that's going to be. I'm very excited for it, you know, just, just like I was 1989. I hope I'm not disappointed because, you know, I was very disappointed by the 1989 re-release. Like I know some other people were as well. I know I wasn't alone in, in that opinion, you know, so I'm definitely, you know, excited and looking forward to it. And I, and I hope to your point, like, it's not like midnight recordings, midnight, right.
1: Yeah. I completely disagree with you on Look What You Made Me Do. Look What You Made Me Do is an absolute fucking bop banger. I think it's brilliant. I love the way that the song interpolates a sample, essentially. And it's not credited, but like it's basically recreates kind of the beat of Peaches, the Peaches song in Mean Girls, because and which is a reference to when Katy perry had tweeted beware of regina george in sheep's clothing like that's when they were having like the little beef and you know obviously like she then had her breakup with calvin harris and then the whole thing with kanye and kim and then she became the snake and obviously she like kind of went away for a year and um i think the song is personally brilliant and it's i think it's one of the most polarizing songs of all time in pop music People sure. either love it or, or people either love it or hate it. I don't I've not met a single person who has not had a visceral reaction to it. They either yeah. love it or they hate it. I've never heard heard someone say, like, oh, it's okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, true. Well, I'm definitely on the the You're other. You're a end. hater. I'm a hater. <laughs> I hate it. It's awful. Yeah. It's awful. What do you- it's so it's so lame. It's just such a lame song. I think I, I sent you like the I I think I've sent you this before, but there's a really funny meme. It was like a tweet a long time ago I think when it came out but it's like you know those those commercials where white people are doing things and you're like what why why would you even need to be in that situation right where you uh-huh. need this product for this like yeah. infomercial like this infomercial where you need the product so yeah. this woman she <laughs> she's hammering a wall no nails Not nothing, just takes her hammer and puts a hole in the wall. And she looks at herself in disbelief, like, oh my God, like what (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Someone tweeted that, oh, look what you made me do. And that's exactly what I think of. Like it's so hilarious to me. But I I just think I I think the chorus too, like, I just think it sounds bad. I just think it sounds bad. I don't like it at all.
1: Well, I'm not looking forward to the re-recording of that. So, Okay, she also needs to, like, again, if these re-recordings are supposed to take the place of the originals, I do want her to, like, kind of step it up with the re-recordings, because I heard someone use the style uh, re-recording in uh in a reel lately oh, and Lord. it was like I was like what kind of kids pop karaoke version is this it's so bad I was I don't I, I'm I'm sorry Taylor Swift fans I love you so much but like when you sit there and you dragged. say when you sit there and say it's better than the original you're talking about style one of the it's greatest not. pop songs that come out in the last what 10 years like like that it, the new version is not better it is I, I can say that It's, it's bad. It's, it's not good. She should have brought Max back. New romantics
0: as well. Not good.
1: And so what I, she previewed a re-recording of look what you made me do in the, in a trailer for something. And I heard the it was like in the credits of something and I heard the chorus. So you know how the original version, she, it's like, Ooh, look what you made me do. Look what you, now it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, look what you made me do. Look what you made me
0: do. Like, I was there's like, no, that's the problem with style too. And new romantics. There wasn't like an energy behind it. It was very yeah. like, it felt like she didn't want to be there, you know, which yeah. I don't, I, if she didn't want to be there, I don't blame her. She's working so damn hard. Yeah. She's doing, she's doing a thousand things right now. Do you know what I mean? Like she's, I've never seen an artist. She's probably bizarre. over it.
1: She's probably like, I, yeah, I'm no, sure
0: I wouldn't even 100%. blame her if she was, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think like, if you're going to do a re-release, it's going to be a big thing. Like. You have to be about it. So I'd rather her just maybe hold off for a while, you know, yeah. until you maybe 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 after touring and after it's all all the kind of craziness is over, you know, yeah. whatever, like whatever time you need to take space. Like, I think it'll be it'd much more. Be She worth wants it. the
1: money, though. She wants the money. I mean, that's why she's doing she, it. So oh, she needs
0: money. She needs the money.
1: She does. I did not say she does not need it, but she wants the money. That's what I'm saying. Is oh, that
0: she wants. I'm, money. Sh- I'm sure. But like she that's can take what- a break.
1: That's 100% why she's doing this. So she wants to re- make sure that she's like, no, you, cause she has already made a deal with like all these people to like, make sure that they're playing her versions. Like that's why it's like, that's why yeah. like the wildest dreams version came out in that spirit movie, like almost two years ago. I mean, she wants to make sure that she's getting the royalties and everything for and her. rightfully
0: so. I mean, and, and yeah. getting away from that asshole, you know, I totally get it. Getting yeah. away from scooters, just like, just like my dog. She's afraid of scooters. <laughs> yeah.
1: My dog will not walk
0: past a scooter on the street. He gets terrified yeah. of them. Yeah. What's your favorite song on Reputation? Oh, that's a really great question. So my favorite song on Reputation, I would say, is "So It Goes."
1: Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's a good. I, I, song. It's a deep
0: cut. I there's something about it where it gives me chills. It's one of those songs where mm-hmm. I, I listen to it, it gives me chills. I really like it. You know what song that also makes me cry? It's a ballad. Is um, "New Year's Day." Okay. Yeah. I i am a mess when i hear that it makes me so it just it evokes a lot of emotion there's also i believe she went on it was it i want to say jimmy fallon she went Mm on she she performed that song and Mm -hmm. jimmy started crying because he he lost his mom and i guess his mom used to squeeze his hand three times and that's that's a lyric in the song so it felt like kind of like cathartic and it was right at that time and so i think about that but yeah that's that's a really wonderful album yeah it's really great
1: Really great. Yeah. My my favorite song I think is probably King of My Heart. I love that song. That's a good I one. Love, yeah. yeah. I love watching that. She did like a making of like videos for each song and just like little homemade videos that she released to something. And with that one, she was talking about how she wanted the song to essentially sound like four songs in one. So that's why like you, you have like they like kind of yeah, the, it does. the first verse, like the verse, and then like the kind of like the the pre-chorus, and then the chorus, and then like the post-chorus. Like they're all very different sounding, but it all yeah, well, together. I like the
0: echoey kind ofness of the, towards the end.
1: Yeah, um, and I guess the the drums were also inspired by the Dothraki drums in Game of Thrones. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I, I was like, okay, go off. Quir. Yeah,
0: that's a good one. I love uh, "Dancing with Our Hands Tied." I think mm-hmm. That's a, that's a really good one. Um Gorgeous is great. Got I love go- <laughs> I love I love that song. Getaway Car yeah. is great. Dress yeah. is great. Mm-hmm. There's, there's some good ones for sure. Um, mm, dress.
1: I remember I missed the rumors of her uh dating Carly Kloss, and that's what that song's allegedly or what fans theorized was about. Mm, yeah. But
0: you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 I would love a sex album from Taylor Swift. I I would love for her to get raunchy.
0: How about Taylor Swift X Cupcake? (gasps) Oh, my
1: gosh. Could you imagine?
0: CPR, Taylor's version?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Get Ice Spice off the track and put Cupcake on. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. She's like, sucking on your man like karma. I don't know. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? Oh, my gosh. Oh. <laughs> Jeff can't handle it. Jeff can't handle I can't it. Handle. Jeff, Every time I think cupcake,
0: I just i filled it with joy.
1: Yeah. Oh, speaking. of – Okay. This is a weird. Okay. Hear me out here. But yeah. cupcake made me think of the song Lip Gloss, which she did Ooh, with Charlie XCX.
0: Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah.
1: We're not talking about Lil mama. <laughs> not little mama. No. <laughs> sorry. The song Lip Gloss by Charlie XCX featuring Cupcake. Keep it sticky like lip gloss, yeah. and then. Uh, guess who just got engaged? Ms. X Ms. XCX. Oh. To George Daniel of the
0: 1975. Oh. Yeah. How about that? Did not know that.
1: Yep. They were dating. They have been dating. Um, they did their, he's, they did the remix together for, um, Caroline Polachek's Welcome to My Island. Hmm. Um, which oh, I personally bang. like better than the original version, but you know, I love a remix. But,
0: remix king, remix, king.
1: remix kinked, remix remixed I know, remitch. Welcome to the
0: remix bitch. I thought of you because I was on Hinge. I put myself back out there on Hinge. Jeff is dating and again. I've never, i never been on Hinge before. It's, it's brand new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dating ish, like semi serious, not really. So, one of the guys I liked, his, his, he said like something to the effect of like my love language is bullying. <laughs> and I <laughs> and it made me laugh. And I was like, oh my God, this is like a Zach and I's relationship or any friendship I have, like I have, it's like this like, I don't even mean to do it. It doesn't come yeah. from a place of malice. But every time there's like a, a word slip up or something, it's like I have to
1: Jeff has to let me know that I fucked I have up.
0: To, I have to, I have every to every
1: time. We Jeff and I will have three-hour phone conversations, and I, I for some reason I just slur my language a lot, just because I start thinking quicker or start speaking. I don't know. like faster than whatnot, and um, every time I fuck up, Jeff will stop whatever we're talking about and say and like well, repeat what I said.
0: Yeah, I I attribute it to my friend Liz because before I met her, I didn't do that, and when she did that to me for the first time, I was like who the hell is this woman making fun of me and my, and my language? And then her sister also did it. And then also her father does it as well. So it's just like a me family. Me and thing. my language. It's just so funny though, because I'm like, oh, there's, again, there's no like intent of malice or anything, but she ruined me. She has, yeah. thank you, Liz. You have ruined my brain because now I have to call people out on their little, little words and slip ups. Their little but quirks but it's all, it's and all, words. It's all in love. It's all in the name of love.
1: All in the name of love until I go to bed crying every single night because I'm like, okay I, I don't know how to talk to you <laughs> but I yeah yeah thanks Liz. Thanks for ruining Jeff.
0: Thank you for ruining me. Stop
1: you ruined me instead of you you're losing me stop you ruined me. It's about a gay getting you know bottoming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a gay getting <laughs> a gay getting bottoming. Okay, get it, get it, bottom see yeah.
1: there it is there it is right
0: there whoop okay, there it is it.
1: whoop there it is in the words of who did that song Te- technotronic and no i should I know yeah i, I actually know. don't yeah whoop there, there it is,
0: is. Oh, i do know and not at the top of my tongue though it's like
1: whoop there. there yeah i don't know i was about whoop, to look that, it up, but i actually don't yeah yeah
0: it's not okay. quad city djs but it's like
1: no yeah yeah no.
0: <laughs> what was that reaction
1: <laughs> it was just like you thought about Quad City like, DJs. I was like, oh, I miss them. And then I come was on like, come and ride the train. Ma- they should make a comeback. Um,
0: come and ride the train.
1: Yeah, I feel Space like Space Jam. Space Jam. Didn't they even make a sequel recently? Ish. Like in the I last think they like, did. And I years? think it
0: flopped. I think it flopped hard. I mean, yeah. you can't recreate magic like that. You know, once it's, it's enough,
1: you can't. And they just waited too long. They waited way too long.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like it. it, it also the same thing where Hocus Pocus 2 suffered from where Mm -hmm. it's like it's just it's obviously for the nostalgia, but it's not going to be memorable.
1: Right. You know, or as
0: as good. It's just kind of hard to do that. There's very few movies I feel like that can do sequels and even, you know, very few movies can do
1: that. Not everyone has that.
0: Not everyone has that. Not everyone has that. Speaking of not everyone has that. I'm curious, in terms of a song that now everyone has, do you have a song that we don't talk about that we don't talk about this enough? week?
1: That is a really good question, Jeffrey. Um I actually have to think about this. <laughs> I did not come prepared tonight. Um
0: you like really me to it? go first?
1: Yeah, why don't you go first? Actually I do have one.
0: Okay. Yeah. You give me you give me yours. Let's go.
1: Okay. So out of all the releases and all you know, we're all like going through our Spotify's and Apple Music's replays and whatnot. This was not in my like zeitgeist, but I don't know. Lately I have been getting very seasonal with my music and it, This year more than ever, like I'm very much like I listen to this set of songs in the summer, this set of songs in the fall, this set of songs in the spring, this set of songs in the winter. And there's not a ton of overlap. There's a few songs that I can do like any season, but I don't know. There's just certain songs that I enjoy specifically in the wintertime. And I don't know how I even got there because it's been so long since I've listened to this. But I revisited David Archuleta's debut album.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Here we go.
1: And there's a song called My Hands which I believe in the last episode you had talked about you, you read the lyrics to Willa Ford's I Wanna Be Bad and yeah. how bad they are. Let me give you just a quick reading of David Archuleta's My Hands Ooh, Please lyrics. do. I'm excited. The, now here's the thing. My Hands I love this song and I don't I love it in an unironic way. Like I think the, I love the melody of the song. I think his, I think David Archela is a severely underrated singer. His voice is absolutely incredible. Um, but okay. These are the, this is the, the lyrics of the first verse accidentally on purpose. I dropped my watch behind the tire threw my alarm clock inside the fireplace. Yeah. And I put the parental control on, on the news and the weather channel. I'm outside in my robe. I'm looking for you. If everything stopped, I'd listen for your heart to lead me right to you. I tried every way I can. What? <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? What just happened? Like, but I—the melody—I love the chorus. But it's, even the chorus—it's like, but it's harder to hold onto your hands than the hands of time. I need a hand, girl. I'm trying to hold on, losing strength in these hands of mine. I need you here. I mean, I guess he's trying to hold on, but like.
0: But, like, Say hold hand, on a little harder.
1: Hold on a little harder. Didn't hold on enough because Mr. Archuleta doesn't like David, the ladies.
0: David is, like, fully out, right?
1: He is. And I think okay. he's so cute. And I've always joked that he's my, like, he's my future husband. Mate? Yeah, You should hit him <gasps> up. I should. And it's I'm not. this isn't my official, like, songs you going to talk about enough. Obviously, we just talked about the song My Hands. But I just want to put it out there. I love his version of Joy to the World. His version of "Joy to the World," the way that he sings, like the like the last chorus of the song, oh my gosh, it's, he almost like puts a, an Oh Holy Night" spin on it. It's just very like he goes there hard. Ugh, I love me some David
0: Archuleta. Would you say it's better than "Joy to the World" by Mariah Carey? No. Okay, thank you for that. I appreciate that resounding no. <laughs> I really appreciate that.
1: They're just very different versions. Mariah, I love that it's a dance version Mariah does. I think that her version, I think it's just so fun and celebratory. His is definitely more, like, ballady, more, like, kind of traditional style. Yeah. They're just very different. I don't think that you can really compare them. But, yeah.
0: We can. But, we but can and we will.
1: We can. You love a steak. <laughs> and I will always say that Mariah's version is better. And the and the best version.
0: Same. For anything in life. Yeah. Yep. I get to see her in two days. <laughs>
1: joy to the world
0: so excited yeah it'll be a lot of fun
1: I'm excited to hear about it
0: so was that your song we don't talk about enough or was there another David Archuleta song
1: it was David Archuleta my hands
0: it was my hands okay Mm -hmm. I thought you just wanted to read that dramatically out loud
1: no, that was the song. I, I. It's a beautiful song. It's a, it's, it's the. I love the production of it, and I love the way he sings on it. I love the melodies. Just the lyrics lack, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with lacking. We're lyrics. okay with that. We're it was okay 2008. You know, it was 2008. 2008.
0: really was an interesting time. Like, if it was a shift, it was. We started was to see that like shift in music yeah. and sound, like in you know the danceier stuff. You know, I feel like. It was it was a definitely like a pivotal. Yeah. Year.
1: Have you ever seen the video of him with Lady Gaga at the Jingle Ball?
0: Yes, I have. I love yep.
1: that video so much. He's just so he's so cute and so just like shy and awkward. This is like like Lady Gaga at that time. David Archuleta. This is. I'm just thinking about this right now. This is so crazy. <laughs> this there was a period of time where David Archuleta was more famous than Lady Gaga. I know. That was a real
0: time of life. Absolutely. It is It is crazy to think about the artists in the last, like, 15 years and how... Like,
1: severely more famous than her. In fact, yeah. at that point in time, I think that Just Dance just started rising up the charts. So the gays knew her. Right. But but it did not stand her the way that we do now.
0: No, definitely. You know, I think of 2008, the, the first person that comes to mind is Natasha Bedingfield. Oh, my God. That's absolutely. the person that comes to my mind. And you know a song, too, that... <laughs> I'm not going to use this as if we don't talk about it enough, but because I don't think we really need to talk about it. But Uh what a song that haunts me is I Want to Have Your Babies, which was like, I have your babies, which was kind of like this, like, I remember when it came out, it was kind of like mysterious because like Apple never released it on iTunes. So I was like, why isn't this on iTunes? It's not on like, I thought that was so strange because I was like, you know, iTunes all day, every day getting all my music. Right. And. I was like, what's going on? And then the music video was so bizarre. It was like babies like in bubbles. And like, I was <laughs> yeah. like, what is she trying to tell us?
1: She wants what? to have your babies.
0: I was like, this is so bizarre, but it's a, it's a Natasha Buddingfield moment that people don't remember. Yeah. No one yeah. would remember that besides you.
1: I don't think that that song, that was still during a period of time where people were releasing sing, like different singles, like depending on the country and region. So like, I don't think that that song was ever, re- was that even on the album in the U.S.?
0: I don't because, think so. I don't because,
1: think so. So I don't even know if you know this. This is actually a fun fact. So our second album of hers was called Pocket Full of Sunshine. In the UK, her yeah, second album was this. called was called NB. yeah different, I, Yep. And that's different where I wanna track have your babies listing. As well. yeah. yeah. And so I wanna say that I Wanna Have Your Babies is well. yeah. so the lead single from NB. And then they had kind of repurposed. It's like that a white album.
0: album with like her laughing or something. Yeah, and I think the yeah. album
1: cover for NB is incredible. I love that album cover. I think it's really really cool. But uh, no, I will stand by that. I think <laughs> okay. I will stand by that. I think it's a really cool album cover. The um, but then they had repurposed that album. I think that they removed some songs, added new ones, and then repackaged it as Pocket Full of Sunshine. Pocket Full of Sunshine being one of the new songs, and then we all know where that song went. And so, but yeah, I want to have your babies.
0: We all know where that song went. Where did it go?
1: It went to the top five, baby. I, gotta back, <laughs> I got a back. I got a I of all the sunshine. I always think I, I just watched Easy A recently. And Ooh, I watched
0: that too, like a, f- a few months ago.
1: Yeah. And I just love the scene where she's like opening the car. She's like, I got up. I got up. I got up.
0: Yeah. I heard Natasha Bedingfield actually talk about that. Did I send you that on Instagram?
1: It was no. actually a few. It
0: was pretty recent, like a few weeks ago. But she said, like, she's like, what's so funny is I think, like, you know, she said, I loved watching that movie because because people are asking her about it, I think. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why now, why recently they brought this up in sure. an interview. But she was like, yeah, you know, like, I actually wasn't offended by it. She's like, I actually found it quite charming that, like, you know, because in the movie, she she hates it at first. So she's like, oh, this is so annoying or whatever. And I had a lot of family members that kind of felt the same way. But in the end, like, it wouldn't do over. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And she, that song's she so feels happy. Like-
1: it is. She feels like she's got a love in it's, and it's all night.
0: It is. It, it's one of those songs that sounds like what it's talking about. It, it is a right. pocket full of sunshine. You know, it yeah. is. It is like a ray of light. It is happiness. It is. You know, just yeah, yeah, good vibes. Yeah. For, good vibes baby. For,
1: for yeah. So what's your su- Natasha being betting? Oh, I, wait,
0: would, what, what, I was gonna so a- I was going to say a different song, but I think I'm just going to stick with Natasha because like let's give it up. So. Yeah. For me, I think a song that is forgotten about because it's overshadowed by "Unwritten," which is a phenomenal song, still one of my favorite songs to this day. Probably would make my top one hundred because it's just a special song for me, and I just I just love it. Yeah. But I would say that album was one of my favorite CDs I owned, and yeah, very good. The, album. these words really so for me, I would say like I had I've always liked music, right? Like I'm a Y2K guy just like you but Mm -hmm. i think where where i really stepped it up like a pivotal year for me was 2005 that's when i started because that's when i really started like really watching music videos really getting into like stakes countdowns top 100 top 20 you know Mm -hmm. all of that stuff so i would watch like vh1's top 20 countdown religiously and i remember that song was like that and that video was one of like the first ones that I remember sticking kind of in my mind. There's like a dancing boombox and it's like walking around town. Do you remember?
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: So I would say these words is, is a song we don't talk about enough. It's, it's so fun. And I think it's overshadowed. overshadowed. Yeah. Yeah. I heard it in the grocery store actually this past week. And I was like, God, I love this song.
1: Yeah. These words are my own. So good. That album had a lot of great songs on it.
0: So many single. Single. You Drop had Drop Me in the Middle.
1: Drop me in the middle. Size Matters.
0: Size Matters.
1: Uh, um, there's a song called I if Bruise
0: you... Easily. I bruise oh.
1: easily. Are yeah. you kidding? So good. Um, shout out to Allie. Allie, uh, my friend Allie from high school. She bruises easily, and she we used to always like joke about that. She'd be like, every time she would bruise, I'd be like, I bruise easily. <laughs> I, so I think careful. I had a
0: similar situation too. Yeah, I, I think I had a, a girlfriend that I would talk about that with because she also liked it.
1: There is a song though on that album that I absolutely love, and there's a remix that I love even more. It's "If You're Gonna Jump," and Paul mm. Oakenfolds did a remix of that song, and it was included Ooh, okay. as as a B-side to one of the, the her singles. And that remix, oh, because I, I love the part where she's like, "If you're gonna hit the high note, then you better be a diva," and she like did this <laughs> like really like high thing, and it was so she no good. Evil. She ain't, she ain't no diva. <laughs> um, I liked
0: I also like Silent Movie. I remember really liking that one.
1: Yes. Kind of, and yeah. there was a special song that was released on the on the US version of that album called The One That Got Away. Yep. I love that one. I need a hook so you won't be the one that got away. Oh my gosh. I might need to revisit this album.
0: Yeah, it's a great album. It really great is. Album. It's a great, it's a great effort. It was it was her first album, right? Like ever yep. in her mm-hmm. career. Yeah, it's a pretty good effort for, like, your first debut album.
1: Great, great effort. You know? And – and She had such a, a moment,
0: you know, and then Puck Full Sunshine was such a moment, and then she just kind of went away.
1: When did that album get released in the U.S.? Was it 2005 or – 2004,
0: I think. No, it was wrong. released in,
1: in the U.K. in 2004. I want to say in the U.S. It I, I want to say that Unwritten came out in 2006 in the U.S., because I want that, to that, un- no, that
0: that might be true because these words came out in 2005 in the U.S. Okay, that, that makes sense. Yeah, but I remember I remember unwritten being on the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants movie, which uh. I think came out in 2004.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, <laughs> I love I that seen.
0: movie. I love yeah, that movie. I did too. It was like a oh pair my gosh. of jeans that fits all of my friends.
1: Mm-hmm. This that fat ass. Mm-hmm. I
0: wanted to be like it was all women, but I was like, I want to be. Can I wear the jeans? Like right. I wanted to wear the jeans, you know. I, I wanted to. Jeans. I wanted to go to f- fucking Rory from Gilmore Girls. Got to go to Greece and ride Greece. on a damn donkey up the stairs. I think that's why I like Greece so much and Greece Gre- uh, Greek men, right? Shout I think it's Aris. that movie. I'm have I'm having a realization right now.
1: Yeah, shout out to you, Eris. That's your second shout out on the podcast. You're welcome. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> but like, I I loved that that part where she goes to Greece. And then, yeah, it's just that—that's a good movie. I, remember, I would like to revisit that movie. I wonder if yeah. it's like cheesy or if it holds up.
1: I know. I i I remember loving it when I watched it, and I think Loved I've only it. seen it once. I think I own it. DVD. It's funny. I, I own. The, I, I
0: own the DVD. I have I all
1: these DVDs. I'm staring right th- at them right now, and I'm like, LOL. I do not own a DVD player. Like, I can't even I, pop it in
0: my computer anymore. There's no right. disc slot. I, and we need a slot. I need a slot and you a slit. A,
1: you need a slit. She's got a slit. Wait, what did Mariah Carey say? She's like, We see the slit. The slit is major. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talking about her 1988 dress at the VMAs. Ugh, iconic. Iconic.
0: Can't iconic. wait to read. I can't wait for you to recap the Renaissance film. And I can't wait to recap to you the Mariah Carey concert.
1: Yay. I'm so excited. Well, have a beautiful night, everyone, day, night, morning, whatever, whatever time you're listening to this. Jeff, I cannot wait to hear about Mariah's Christmas concert. I hope it is the most festive thing you've ever seen.
0: It's going to be so festive. You know it.
1: So festive. Love. Okay. Well, until next time.
0: Until next time. Follow fa- la 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 la. La la uh. la. <laughs> Bye.
1: Bye.